When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Biscotti Day, Tone. Do you like biscotti? I'm Tony Kornheiser. I like Steve Biscotti. He owns the Ravens. Biscotti is a small little cookie. It's a I'm biscuit, in. right? A like cookie Steve or something? Yeah. I like Steve, you like biscotti, too. don't you? But biscotti yeah. versus biscotti. I don't know. Yeah. Might get a text after this, equating him to a small little... You know, Cookie thing. You can play something. golf with Steve Bisciotti, and he can't do much with biscotti. <laughs> I'll agree with dump that. them in uh, coffee. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Dolphins are back on the field. More questions about Brett Favre, and Steve Nash says he doesn't care if Ben Simmons ever shoots a jumper. But we begin today with Aaron Judge tying Roger Maris's American League record of 61 home runs last night in Toronto, in front of an enthusiastic Roger Maris Jr. Judge has seven games left to take his home run number higher. Wilbon, how should we look at this number 61? Tone, I I don't know how anybody should look at it. I know how I look at it. And I think as people of a certain age will look at this a certain way. And I I mean, the people who are going to look at 61 being magical and not whatever Barry Bonds hit in a year, I don't even know what that was. And And, you know, I'm Mr. Cub, with all due respect to Ernie Banks, and I don't know... Like, I don't know Sosa's individual numbers. I know he topped 63 times. And I don't know Mark McGuire's numbers. You know, I, I, I know 60 for Ruth and 61 for Maris. And so those are the numbers for me. So when Judge hit that one last night, that meant something special to me. But, Tony, as I talk to people who are younger, like my son, He's like, Dad, why do you just diss Barry Bonds like this? How come you don't count Barry Bonds' number? And I try to explain it. And, I, you know, I know you that you ain't paying attention to Barry Bonds' number or Sosa's no. numbers or McGuire's number. You're paying attention to 60 and 61. I think this is almost entirely age dependent. I agree with you right down the line. I don't know Sosa's numbers. I don't care about 70 and 73. I grew up with 60 and 61. 61 to me is a remarkable achievement. It is. But. I think he's got to hit at least one more. I think he's got to go to at least 62. I think that with the time that he has, you don't want to just tie another guy's record. You want to set it on your own so you get the acclaim that you deserve. He's got seven games left. Mike, he had 61 home runs and they played 155 games. So that's one home run every two and a half games, which is why the other day I thought he'd go to 63 or 64 and, and for me, if he wins the Triple Crown, can I get these numbers? Because I wrote them down. At the moment, he's batting 3-1-3-3-2. And I'm sorry, 3-1-3-4-0. And Luisa Rise is 3-1-3-3-2. Right? Yeah. It's really close. It's really close. But if Aaron Judge were to get the Triple Crown, it would certainly be one of the two, three, or four greatest seasons ever. And I could sit here in this chair and make a case that it's the greatest because of the pressure. But I do, I, I want to see him get to at least 62. I do. Yeah, I, I, I guess I do, Tone. It's muddled. 
And I'm always going to, I'm not going to change the way I feel after my whole life of thinking, look, just like the 700 situation. It's, it's 755 and it's 714 to me. That's it. That's right. I mean, that's no, right. That, that, you know, it's, it's right. Henry Aaron and it's Babe F. Ruth. That, that's, the way I, that's the way I'm wired. And I listen, yeah. I'm not going to fight people. I'm not going to th- suggest anybody be thrown in jail for celebrating the other numbers. Not today. But I'm not, I'm not going to celebrate those numbers. This is, you know, it's sad that records have become personal because records are not supposed to be personal. Wilt's 100 I'm gonna, I'm gonna is Wilt's 100. You don't, right. There's nothing else to celebrate. It's, that's it. But baseball, because I'm of celebrate steroids. celebrate one thing. What? Let me give you this. I'm going to celebrate the fact that Roger Maris Jr. showed up at all these games and enthusiastically yeah, that's cool. supported that's really Aaron cool. Judge. Yeah. Because it could have been people in that family would hold on and covet 61 and not want anybody to get close to it. So I will tip my hat to Roger Maris Good Jr. Good for them. I will. Amen. Yep. The Dolphins and the Bengals are back on the field just four days after putting up wins. The Bengals beat the lowly Jets while the unbeaten Dolphins took down a really, really, really good Bills team. Tua was hurt in that game, back and ankle, but is expected to play tonight. And the Dolphins' defense was on the field for 40 minutes and 90 plays in 90-degree heat. So, Tone, should we reduce our expectations for the 3-0 Dolphins given all of that? Yeah, so I'm going to go to a place that you don't respect, but other people care about it a little bit. At first, the notion was that the turnaround was going to be hard on the Dolphins, but it's the same turnaround for Cincinnati. So I'm, I'm going to cancel yeah, I that out. I don't care about but that. I don't care about that. But what is going on in Vegas right now is very uh, interesting. Uh, because the Dolphins, well, you give me 20 seconds here yes, before I, you scuff. Even 30. Even 30. The Dolphins are 3-0 and and Cincinnati is 1-2. and And yet the Dolphins are getting three and a half points after just beating the Bills. The Bengals getting are going to win the points, game. Which, they're going to win the game. This is an indication. Well, let me get to that. This is an indication that people in Las Vegas want you to bet on the Dolphins because they actually don't think they're going to win. So let's, let's add these things up. To me, the biggest variable is Tua. I know he's going to play, but how effective is, how is effective he going to be? So you got that. Is you yep. add that to the fact that there is that heat exhaustion factor with Miami's defense being out there in 100-degree heat for a protracted period of time. Okay. Uh, well... To me, that's a big deal. What's the third thing that I had in here? And then, yeah, the probable emotional letdown for Miami after beating a terrific team in Buffalo in a great game. That's what gives you three and a half points, and that's why people think it's a trap game. You, for example, are convinced Cincinnati will win. I don't give a damn about any of those factors. Cincinnati's going to win this game. we know that. If the game was played on Sunday, Cincinnati's going to win the game. Miami's a terrific team. They're not diminished at all by losing to Cincinnati if they do. Cincinnati's still trying to get itself back, Tony, after those first two games. They could have won both of those, but they didn't. So Cincinnati, you know, these are even teams, and people make way too big a damn deal over what's an upset. This is the national football. This is pro sports. This is not Chaminade versus Virginia. This is pro sports. They all have access to the same stuff. They do. The same people, the same common draft, the same free agents. Stop it. That's right. The Bengals aren't any better than Miami. They're just going to win this game tonight. That's, that's all. It doesn't mean anything. You know and tomorrow is not going to mean anything. Let me tell you what I hope for. What? I hope that these two quarterbacks put on a show, Joe Burrow and Tua, put on a show like they did in college 
Yeah, and Burroughs team won 46-41. When yeah. they were at Alabama and LSU, 46-41, seven touchdown passes between them. And, Mike, if fun. you look at those rosters of those two teams, they're probably 25 first-round draft picks in, in the whole of it. Probably. That's a we'll lot, move on to a, That's a move, lot. Uh, well, you got four years of eligibility. I'll take the under. So I'm, I'm going to go 17. That. I'm, I'm going to go a little under that. But Ooh. I get your point, though. We'll see. Somebody will look it up. Brett Favre continues to be in the news for his part in raising money to build a volleyball facility at his alma mater, Southern Mississippi, where his daughter was a volleyball player. At the heart of the controversy is the fact that welfare funds were somehow siphoned into the facility. Most recently, it was reported that Favre's charitable foundation, Favre for Hope, which has a state admission to support disadvantaged children and breast cancer patients, donated more than $130,000 to the Southern Miss Athletic Foundation, during the years Favre was trying to get the volleyball facility built. Wilbon, how does all this make Favre look? Smarmy. I mean, it just, it looks bad. It looks bad. It sounds bad. If the state of Mississippi has a civil suit out there, then somebody there thinks it's bad. Um, I mean, Brett Favre has been a heroic figure in Mississippi. I mean, Wisconsin too, but first... Mississippi, and I think that's where he's gone back to, to live and to be and exist and be celebrated. And yet you have, Tony, Mississippi, by any real metrics, is the poorest state in the union. And so what are you doing? Like, how can you justify this? I, 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 the first day I saw the story and read a part of it, wherever it was published, where I saw it in the Washington Post, probably, I just said, I can't read this. This, is, this puts me off. And I, 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 I know it makes me feel a certain way about the situation and Favre, which I did not feel otherwise. Yeah, he looks terrible. There is no denying that. It is important to say for the record that Brett Favre has not been charged criminally. It right. is important to say for the record that Brett Favre says he did not know where this money came from. But he looks terrible. I mean, this money is supposed to go to impoverished people and people suffering from cancer, and it ends up somehow involved with a volleyball facility where his daughter played. And beyond that, I'm pretty sure I've read this, that Brett Favre has given back over a million dollars, which indicates some sense of liability, if not guilt, in this thing. I've read the stories. When I'm done reading them, Mike, I don't really understand the nuance and the detail in them. I know that there have been some public officials who have pleaded guilty. I know that this involves a former governor, you know, and so let me say, and I'm sure you agree with me, Brett Favre was one of the most exciting, fabulous football players we have ever seen. But this is not about that. No, this is not about a football no. player. This is about this human is something, It. it it seems to me that what we are talking about is the possibility of people who've been put on pedestals and guarded up for such a long period of time that they lose touch with everyday life and everyday rules. And they think their privilege extends yeah. beyond yeah. what other people think it yeah. is. Hey, listen, I don't know. He's not. You, the, the description that you just put there, which is perfect about being guarded up and what you think you can get away with. He wouldn't be the first celebrity, right. public last. figure, athlete to do that, and he's not going to be the last. the last. But it doesn't mean you That's skate right. and you don't get criticized if you are in that circumstance and people feel you put yourself there, especially if there's evidence yeah. that you did. 
Let's take a break. Coming up, Steve Nash says he doesn't care if Ben Simmons ever shoots a jumper. What's the word for that? And what should we make of Rory floating the idea of talks between the Saudi tour and the PGA tour? You know that's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. Hey, I have difficulty reading the story as well. Yeah, on, I, you on know, farm. I just, no, I, I just, I read three paragraphs. I got to put it away. It's like, I, I don't want to deal with this. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. It's time to get it on with Lexicon. What's the word? What's first? Steve Nash is blank for saying he doesn't care if Ben Simmons ever shoots a jump shot. He's in denial. What do you mean he doesn't care if he ever shoots a jump shot? So all he wants him to do is take layups or dunks or pass the ball. Look, I understand this. Steve Nash wants to celebrate the all-around versatility of Ben Simmons. Steve Nash doesn't want what happened to Doc Rivers where he didn't get along with Ben Simmons at all. He wants to make Ben Simmons feel welcome. But let me sketch this out for you, Wilbon. Nets are down one. There's two seconds to go. Simmons has the ball 12 feet from the basket. Doesn't have enough time to pass to somebody for a shot, and he isn't close enough to the rim to try and dunk the ball. If he doesn't shoot, Steve Nash is going to be up in the air screaming, shoot it. Everybody on Nets going to be up in the air screaming, shoot it. And somewhere, Joel Embiid's going to be laughing. Tony, Steve Nash is being pragmatic. He doesn't want him to shoot it because he can't make it. Steve Nash's job at some point could be tied to making it, but he can't come out and say that. He can't. He's got to make this kid feel comfortable, particularly a guy who we know has had either emotional problems or something relating to his own confidence and the inability to do this thing, which is in part, in addition to back surgery and other stuff, what kept him out a year. No, he's got to be pragmatic. He's got to sort of seem like he's okay with Ben Simmons not shooting. Because if Ben Simmons either doesn't shoot it or can't make it, then what? So Nash is being pragmatic. I was going to say disingenuous, but that's not it. Steve Nash knows what he's doing. Pragmatic. Next. Next. It's blank that Rory McIlroy says the time is near for the PGA Tour and the Saudi Tour to talk. 
It's a stunner. Nobody has been more supportive publicly of the PGA Tour, no player, than Rory McIlroy. No player has been more dismissive of the Saudi Tour than Rory McIlroy. No player has been out there saying the harm the Saudi Tour is doing to everybody else more than Rory McIlroy. So if Rory McIlroy says it's time to sit and talk, that is a wow. And I think he speaks for the tour, which means the tour thinks it's time for them to sit and talk. Rory McIlroy said these guys should get world ranking points if they meet the criteria. Well, one criterion, Mike, is 72 holes, not 54. And one criterion is a cut, and they don't have a cut. But, Mike, this is the olive branch. And I'm, I, it, it's, it's been offered now sooner than I thought by Rory McIlroy. It's pragmatic. You were dismissive of Liv. I wasn't dismissive. I told you if they get X number of people in the top 100, and they ain't even gotten there yet, but they can see their way there, and Rory can see it. He knows the players who have defected and might continue to defect. So they got to talk. And Greg Norman, of course, says, you know, we don't need to talk now because he thinks he's in the catbird seat. Of course they need to talk. The notion that they didn't need to talk was dumb, okay? Just no. like the NFL yes. had to absorb that new league, the AFL, and Joe Willie Namath and all that. Yes, they've got to talk to these people. You can't have you another can't have. tent, huh? You can't have world rankings that don't include Dustin Johnson and no, Cam Smith. you can't. can't have that. Can't so have talk. That. Let's get talk. out of here. Give me a prompt and I'll get out of here. You were dismissed. That's the final word. Let's take one last break still to you come on. Matt Jones actually play on Sunday. Of course he is a football player. And could Shohei keep himself in the MVP race tonight? No. That's what's called spoiling the spoiler. No. I just think He's that uh, Rory speaks for the... Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Happy time, people. Happy 66th birthday, Sebastian Coe. Back in the days when track and field mattered, middle distance runner Sebastian Coe mattered. Coe won gold medals in the 1500 in 1980 in Moscow and in the 1984 Olympics in Los Angeles. He also won silver medals in the 800 at both those Olympic Games. 
co-set nine outdoor and three indoor world records in his career. In 1979, he set three world records in a span of 41 days. The world record he set in the 800 in 1981 wasn't broken until 1997. Co and long distance runner Mo Farah, who has four Olympic gold medals, are probably Britain's most revered runners behind Roger Bannister. Co not only led the Olympic organizing committee for the 2012 London Games, but he's now in the House of Lords. Man, Tony, I remember in 84 at the Summer Olympics in LA, you would lose your mind over Co. I remember I was yeah, ready, I to get a, ready to go to the pantry to get a steak. And no, you had to stay for the late session of Co. Wanted to just pop you. You I, we got no steak that night. Come on. Like Co. Like Co. Happy anniversary, Geno Smith. On this day, 10 years ago, Smith threw for 656 yards and eight touchdowns to lead West Virginia to a wild 70-63 win over Baylor. Smith was drafted in 2013 by the New York Jets, where he wasn't very good. Then he kicked around the league for a while. Now Smith is starting for the Seattle Seahawks, and his numbers are surprisingly good. Smith's pass completion percentage through three games is 77.4, almost five points higher than any other quarterback. Smith's rating of 100.8 is eighth in the NFL, two spots higher than Aaron Rodgers, five better than Tom Brady. The man who Smith replaced in Seattle, Denver's Russell Wilson, is nowhere near Smith in either rating or completion percentage. Maybe he'll have a Trent Dilfer-like season where he holds it together and wins a championship and just changes the way everything about him is perceived. Because 77%, that would be what we call a record. It would be. Yeah, that's pretty good. Happy trails to the Braves share of first place in the NL East. Atlanta lost last night to Washington, the worst team in baseball. On a 10th inning walk-off single by shortstop C.J. Abrams and fell one game behind the Mets, who are winning on their own walk-off single in the 10th inning by Eduardo Escobar. Escobar drove in all five runs as the Mets came back from 4-0 down in the 7th inning to beat Miami. And this sets up the big three-game series in Atlanta starting tomorrow, weather permitting. The pitching matchups are mouth-watering. Tomorrow night, the Mets throw 15-8 Chris Bassett against 13-7 Max Free. On Saturday, it's Jacob deGrom against 20-5 Kyle Wright. And Sunday, it's Max Scherzer against Charlie Morton. Tony, with all due respect to the Dodgers and Cardinals, which would be a splendid National League Championship Series, what you just described, the pitching matchups and what those two could do with each other on the big stage, you know, I mean, I don't care about the Braves and I hate the Mets, but I'm not crazy. That would be an attractive championship series. Oh, with those starters, this is oh, a preview yeah, irresistible. of that, Irresistible. With those starters, absolutely. Let's go to the big finish. Let's do it. The Dodgers, who you just mentioned, set a franchise record for regular season wins with 107. Is that a big deal? No, the Dodgers are getting like the Lakers. They, they, they play to win the championship. 100, no, 107 is great. Eh. NFL Network reports Patriots quarterback Mac Jones has not ruled himself out of Sunday's game. Are you surprised? It's not that I'm surprised. I'm wondering how he gets to rule himself in or out. Don't they have doctors? Don't doctors make that call? Don't get busy. Pelicans coach Willie Green said Zion looked amazing at a scrimmage. Your thoughts? This show pays no attention to preseason in any sport. We both want to see Zion, but we ain't going on preseason. Shohei goes for his 15th of that against the A's. Is he still on your MVP shortlist? There's the only two people are Judge and Shohei, so he's sort of on the list. 
But if Judge gets the 62 and if Judge wins the Triple Crown, judge. I flip and I vote for Judge. judge. I do. Last judge. one, college football tonight. Utah State at number 19, BYU. Who you got? I'm sniffing around for an upset, Tony, but I'm going to take the Cougs at home. I think they'll wind up winning that game. And I got props here. We're out of time. We'll try to do better the next time. I'm holding up my prop, and I'm saying to Bill Pesetsky, shout out. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple podcast. And now, people don't understand when I do this, I'm trying to channel my inner Ray Clay. And now, here's SportsCenter. Do you remember Tab Soda Wilbon? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.